Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the technical difficulties on my end. I pressed the wrong button and, of course, turned off the call and tried to get back in, and it took me about four tries to get back. So for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the TR90 call. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. I apologize for those technical difficulties. That's what happens when you have fingers that are a little larger than the keys on the phone. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls will pop up. They are now archived back more than 10 years. The last year and a half, we've actually been putting in the topic of the call as well as the host and the date. Uh, Prior to that, it's just the host and the date. that you can search through. If you would like to catch us live and you're listening to this on a podcast, if you dial 1-712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the code, and you have to wait for the prompt, 910022, you can join us live. And it we start at 640 Pacific time and go roughly to about 655 Pacific time. Adjust it for your time zone. So if you're mountain time, that is 7.40. Central time is 8.40. And East Coast time is 9.40 in the morning. As I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I have an education background, and I come to you with a huge interest in health and nutrition. And I always like to make sure that um, I share with you what that TR90 lifestyle starts out with because it is a lifestyle change. When you're first starting out on the TR90 program, it's that one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Making sure to get um, your supplements taken 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum, but if you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. Uh, They'll still work. It's just not quite as effective and efficient as it would have been if you'd been able to take it 15 to 20 minutes beforehand. You should be getting seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables. Those give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and lots of fiber. For the guys, you should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need to be getting like 39 to 40 grams of fiber daily. That keeps things moving through your digestive tract at a nice pace and um, helps prevent, does some prevention on a host of other um, fronts. You should be getting, let's see, plenty of water to stay hydrated. Current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for example, you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking about 50 ounces of water daily. However, you will need to adjust if it's really humid or if you're exercising heavily. If you're exercising heavily, you could be um, losing up to a quart of body moisture in that hour. So stopping and taking a drink of water every 15 minutes is a really good idea. Uh, If you're not where you need to be, slowly build up to it. Your body will actually accommodate drinking plenty of water, and at some point you'll start feeling like, oh, I'm not getting enough water. Or if you think you're hungry, chances are you're really thirsty and your body's starting to kick into the dehydration mode. So drink a glass of water. 
Um, that's one of the things that I always do. And if you're going someplace and you're going, oh, gee, there's going to be lots of stuff here to eat and I don't want to be falling off the wagon, start your meal with a glass of water. Wait five or ten minutes. See if it's the water that you're needing or if you're really hungry. And then either drink more water or take a look at when the last time you had a meal was and see if that that is it. Ideally, you should be getting between seven and nine hours of good quality rest a night. That does a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping. Um, it helps you, puts you in a good frame of mind, helps you make good decisions for the next day and for the, the day that you're in. So the good quality sleep is really important. You should be getting 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. Start out with wherever you're at, slowly build up to it so that you, if you're, if you're a non-exerciser, start with walking. You can do it outside. You can enjoy, enjoy a slower pace and notice what's around you. It's all good. If you're somebody that's in the senior set and you're worried about where you're walking, because uneven walking actually helps with your balance, you can a lot of times go to one of your local malls and actually walk before they open up because a lot of them have walking programs. So that's another safe, well-lit area that you can actually go and walk and meet up with some friends and have a good time. So with that being said, I'm always looking for information to share with you that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. And yesterday I was sharing with you the benefits of soy and why it is so important to have that soy into our um, lifestyle. Another thing you might want to consider including is honey. Honey is a superfood. It has a, oh, the information today I'm sharing is out of a, a book called Superfoods Health Style. Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And this book just happens to have a wealth of information. And Dr. Pratt says that honey is a superfood. It has 181 different substances, including polyphenols, sisylates, and oglosaccharides, there are no sidekicks to the honey. That means something that you can eat that is also comparable to it. You should try to eat one to two teaspoons multiple times a week. No, no wonder that the word honey is a term of endearment. What could be sweeter and more appealing than rich golden liquid? I have long enjoyed the delights of honey on cereal, toast, yogurt, pancakes, and as a sweetener for green tea. And that's, this is Dr. Pratt speaking. I am sure once you know about the nutritional benefits of honey, you'll be eager to use it more frequently. Honey is so much more than just a liquid sweetener. It's one of the oldest medicines known to man. Honey has been used in the treatment of respiratory diseases, skin ulcers, wounds, urinary diseases, gastrointestinal diseases, ex eczema, psoriasis, and dandruff. Today we know the validity of these timeless treatments as research has demonstrated that honey can inhibit the growth of bacteria, yeast, fungi, and viruses. 
Oh, a side note, I just found out that if you use raw honey to brush your teeth with, sometimes that can cut down on the bacteria in your mouth as well. The power of honey comes from the wide range of compounds present in the rich amber liquid. Honey contains at least 181 known substances, and its antioxidant activity stems from the phenolics, peptides, organic acids, and enzymes. Honey also contains silic uh, acid minerals, alpha-topropyl, and oligosaccharides. Oligosaccharides increase the number of good bacteria in the colon, reduces levels of toxic metabolites in the intestine, and helps to prevent constipation. It also helps to lower cholesterol and blood pressure. The key point to remember with honey is that its antioxidant ability can vary widely depending on the floral source of the honey and its processing. The process begins when the bees feast on the flowers and collect the nectar in their mouths. The bees mix the nectar and enzymes in their saliva to turn it into honey, which is then stored in combs in a hive. The constant movement of the bee's wings promotes moisture evaporation and yields the thick honey we enjoy. The phenolic content of the honey depends on the pollen that the bees have used as raw material. There is a very simple way to determine the health benefits of any honey, its color. In general, the darker the color of honey, the higher level of antioxidants. There can be a 20-fold difference in honey's antioxidant activity as one test revealed. For example, Illinois buckwheat honey, the darkest honey tested, had 20 times the antioxidant activity of California sage honey, one of the lightest colored honeys tested. Overall, color predicted more than 60% of the variation in honey's antioxidant capacity. Maintaining your optimal blood sugar levels has a positive effect on overall health, and honey seems to contribute to this goal. Indeed, the ancient Olympic competitors relied on foods such as figs and honey to enhance performance by helping to maintain energy levels and restore muscle recovery. And in one recent study of 39 males and uh, 39 male and female athletes in following a workout, the participants ate a protein supplement blended with a sweetener. Those who ate the supplement sweetened with honey, as opposed to the sugar or the malodextrin, enjoyed the best results. They maintained optimal blood sugars for two hours following the workout and enjoyed better muscle recuperation. There are more than 300 kinds of honey in the United States, such as clover, buckwheat, and orange blossom. Light-colored honeys are generally mildly flavored, while the dark honeys are more robust in flavor. And I think I'm going to stop there with that for today. Well, maybe I can do this next paragraph. Perhaps honey's most important health-promoting benefit is its antioxidant ability. We know that daily consumption of honey raises blood levels 
of protective antioxidants. And in one study, the participants were given about four tablespoons daily of buckwheat honey while eating their regular diets for 29 days. A direct link was found between the subject's honey consumption and the levels of protective phenolic antioxidants in their blood. In another study of 25 healthy men, they drank plain water or water with buckwheat honey. Those consuming the honey enjoyed a 7% increase in their antioxidant capacity. As the U.S. Department of Agriculture estimates that the average U.S. citizen consumes about 68 kilograms of sweetener annually, substituting honey for at least part of that amount would make an impressive contribution to our overall antioxidant status and would no doubt be a significant health promoter. And a side note here, never give honey to children younger than a year old. About 10% of honey contains a dormant clostrum botulinum spores that can cause botulism in infants. And with that, if you want to listen to how to build a new skin business, if you slide over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing information on that. I look forward to your questions and comments after the call. And if uh, you have something that in particular you would like me to cover, I'm still doing some research on uh, arthritis yet, so for those of you that might be questioning that, um, feel free to send me a text at 503-502-4863. This is Susan Mann for... June 7th, 2022, signing out, and tomorrow we'll have Frank up, and on Thursday I'll be back, and on Friday we'll have Miss Victoria back. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Boy, I hit that at a run. <laughs> oh, good. I was wondering what happened. I said oh, my God, where'd she go? I, I looked at my phone like, what did I do? You didn't do anything. I went to press 9 to mute the lines, and somehow I my finger hit the button that said, end the call, and then I tried four times to get back in. So it was a little bit of a challenge and a stress on my part, but nothing you guys did. Oh, well, that's okay. That was really interesting. I didn't realize, you know, when you when you work out a lot, you, uh, the thought of recovery, you know, with our overdrive, but I didn't realize that the, it also, it's what uh, one of the things that honey can do for you. Yeah, so, you know, probably not a bad idea to include a little bit of honey. All things in moderation, mind you, but... You know, definitely. You know, you can have like some uh, green tea with honey. Absolutely. And green iced tea with a little bit of honey in the summertime is really delightful. Sounds good. I'm going to try it. And I'm glad that Jeff was enjoying that topic for honey, and that is great. And I am still looking to find some more nutritional information for him. He was asking about arthritis 
and nutrition, and I was able to find about the exercise part of it, but I'm still hunting up the the nutritional side of arthritis, maybe things that we need to avoid or make sure we include for arthritis. Something in my my mind says bananas. Does that do something to increase arthritis? Check check that out. I don't know where that just popped into my mind. I will check that. I know that bananas have a lot of potassium in them, so they're good for heart health and some other things. So I will definitely check on that as a possibility. But I started with the CDC because, you know, cdc.gov usually has really good scientific-based stuff, and we'll see where I get with that. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll be interested. That we will, that we will. Well, with that, I'm going I'm going to have a beautiful day here, so I'm hoping to get outside and get some exercise done and maybe re- recycle some of my bottles and cans so I can earn a little bit of extra dough. <laughs> Good for my you. retirement. That always, that, that always helps. <laughs> a little extra dough never hurts anybody. <laughs> well, and I always put it into my savings account for my retirement, so... You know, it's kind of a win-win. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, take care, one and all, and we'll be back here for Mr. Frank tomorrow. All take right. care, my friends. All right, dear. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. Bye.